Ivanhoe by Sir Walter Scott Abridged AD eleven ninety four the King Richard the Dyingheart had vanished while the crusade in the Holy Land, and England rose under the tyranny of French journeys, brutal Norman favourites in the West Running Forest. Two English bondsmen, Gareth and Wallaby, have been moaning a lot when Prior Elmer appears with him is Brian Bruce Gobelt, a proud Knight Templar, director's fellow to the dwellings of Cedric the Saxon of Rutherwood. Nay, the road will be hard to find. Cedric's household? Go early to bed. Dog to Brian Gustav Gobert that does not beg hospitality, he demands it. My master Cedric has no love for men of Norman blood. Saxon slave, do as you, you do a dispute with me? Softly, said Brian. You're not in Palestine now. These da- Saxons are dangerous codes. Wallaby, a wily jester, speaks out in time to save his friend from the Templar's rage. Follow this track till you reach a sunken cross and take the left-hand path. You may find shelter ere the storm breaks. The devil take the Norman pigs and not find Rotherham wood tonight. It is well for it. For if the prior Elmer should cast his greedy eyes on Lady Rorick, methinks a very Shedrick of the wrath he regards her more deadlier if she were his own child. Riding on the Templar, a prior Elmer, incidentally disgusted Billy Renoranda, warded Cedric the Saxon, his stubborn old fane guards her so well, he has banished his son Ivanhoe, for having dared to love the maiden, who is of royal English blood. Brutal as this Saxon maiden may be, I warrant she not seal the dark-eyed gems of the Orient. I wager my gold collar against your chain wine. Old hit bearing, but where is Cedric, his jealous guardian? See now, here is a cross with a pilgrim under it. I am a palmer from the Holy Land, I was born in these parts, yonder lies Rotherwood. There in the Cedric's abode, remember, Brian, my consul concerning the Lady Miranda. Master, the, my prior Emma Jorix, and Sir Brian Duduskobert, commander of the Knights Templars, ask lodgings for the night, a journey to the torment, and that's a reader's two days hence. Ah, Norman's both, but the old hospitality must not be impeached. Make them welcome. It's Cedric's hospitable hall. The haughty Norman dwells. More greedily of Wirenda's beauty. You win the wager. The Saxon maid is indeed lovely. Said I not so, but check your raptures, Brian. Cedric watches. Master, yet another traveller begs your prosperity. Admit him, I'm not... I admit him, there's not night fit for even an animal to roam abroad. Giving humble thanks for shelter, old Isaac of York makes shift of his day to dry his clothes. Cedric proposes a toast 
to the night's hospitators. Let us drink to pledge my guests to the strong in arms, Sir Templar. I drink only to Templars, the very flower of the chivalry. Hold, Sir Knight, I were none, none in the English army worthy to be mentioned with the Knights of the Templar. Forgive me, my lady. The English monarch did indeed bring to Palestine hosts of gallant warriors, second only to us. Second to none, my myself, so said King Richard. So King Richard and five Englishman knights banished seven Norman Templars in a list of acres. You, sir knight, were among the fallen. I, it was the knight of Ivanhoe who occasioned my fall. Should that nameless vagrant ever approach these shores again, I challenge him to mortal combat. Little figure steals a cell to cell where old Isaac, Isaac sleeps. Peace, Isaac. This I, the palmer, leave this palace at once, for the fierce of Brian plans to spoil thee. Come then, why do you tarry? I tarry not, but you must secure, first secure means of escape, follow me. Mysterious palmer from the Holy Land, and awakens Gareth. The swineherd discovers his true identity. His thunder truck but vows obey the palmer's secret orders. Though it means defying Cedric's orders, commands. It shall be done at once, my master. Come with me. Next morning in New York, here we part, Isaac. We shall, you shall be safe now. How can I thank thee? Oh, I know. Give this scroll to the caliph, Joram Melistasha. It will be cure for thee. What thou needest most in this moment, a horse and armour. Two days afterward, the scene changes to Ashbury to Zochi, an ancient town where the scene is set for the great and gentle passage of arms, tournament of Gracie, patronised by James John himself. The Prince Wall of England, his absence, brother's absence, is escorted by high born nobles of whom he is secretly plotting to seize the crown, Richard's crown. Among the spectators of Arena, Cedric and his friend, Asabine, or Coddenborough, nearby Isaac and his lovely wife, Rebecca, hustled by the spectators, Prince John, as to his own sneers. Ah, there, give way for my prince of ushers. I shall find you both a comfortable seat. Ha, Asabine, I am that curtain, Cedric, I have their stir, their loitering forms, and Saxon pulkers must be half asleep. Pick them with your lance, Dubrosi. Cedric fiercely resents the Norman insult. Much to Prince John's ferry, a roar of dusty English chores applause Cedric's deeds. Hey, good for thee, noble Cedric. A worthy blade that, and the old temper prince chooses to vent his rage on a lone English bowman. What is the reason for this persistent clamour, fellow? I always add my hollow when I see a gallant blow. Say if thou, you can hit the white thyself, I suppose. I can hit a woodsman's mark at a woodsman's distance, and a trail mark at a hundred yards. A sly illusion. 
To the death of William Wilberforce, his ancestor, was shot by an arrow, arm and arms, John. The Aces suffer the same fate. He knows the Saxon English hate him. He returns hastily away with prior Amra. So my helldom, sir, prior we have forgotten to name fair queen of love and beauty. The tournament rules declares a victor the passage of arms shall have the honour of naming the Queen of Beauty from among the assembled ladies. First event is challenged, flung down to all comers by five Norman Columbians, headed by Temper Brian de Buscobet. Saxon English knights as well as the Norman take a challenge for the five champions of deadly veterans. Crusades and English yeoman groan as challenger, challenger goes down in defeat, a result of triumph for the Templar. Yes, the lull while the field is cleared of shattered men and weapons. Then a shout goes up to a strange knight in a gorgeous armour gallops in and challenged Discubert to mortal combat. Alas, the day that goes against our English knights, as the Swain, but who is this stranger who is foolishly challenging Bruce Gilbert to the fight of the death? You appeal your life, a malagrant, is nights you shall sleep in paradise. To the thunder hooves of antagonists charge at each other with terrific force and fury. Alliances are splintered. The riders remain firm in saddles. Fresh lances are called for. In a second encounter, the unknown knight strikes the Templar's helmet fairly, sending the proud knight Norman shouting. Crashing the floor with tremendous cheers from the English fanes and yeomen alike. Yet swiftly the war hardened Norman recovers. Wiping out his sword, he demands instant revenge. But the tournament rules forbid. Further fighting, Boris Gilbert is beaten. The four remaining Norman champions all fall easily to the disherited knight. So he has to name himself to the marshals gallantly. He slays a golden reef at the feet of the queen he's chosen, Rose Rowenaway. By the Lord, he's chosen Lord Renaway, a Saxon wrench. Bah! Calm yourself, fixed for Zeld. Come, we are bound to invite the queen of love and his kinsmen to a banquet. Saxons, though they are. Assume your fair lady the mark. Your sovereignty may be please you, your friends, to grace our banquet in the castle of Ashbury tomorrow. Lady Wanna possesses not the language in which to reply to a courtesy, Sir Prince, or to sustain a part of your festivity. We therefore decline with thanks, your highness, an invitation. In your proud absence, then we would endeavour to discuss, digest your banquet as best we may. Offended by Cedric's blunt rebuff, the many-spirited prince again makes mock of the cool archer who pleased him early in the day. Oh, your life, on your life, suffer not the fellow to escape. The next day, once again, the list of formed and preparations made for the grand mass combat between the English and Norman knights. A rival party is led by the celebrated knight. Did Gilbert await the signal of battle? Did he serve the role for the, t- the t- Templars 
Bruce event. A savage combat rages, and the Saturday night finds itself hard-pressed to avenge foes. Until... Suddenly a huge black armoured knight, who returns staggered in battle, crashes to the rescue like a thunderbolt. Discard her to the rescue. Again, as her knight strikes down, best will give it in fair combat. Cease combat. Enough, cease combat. Clarion, but uh, over. The black knight, armoured knight, rescuer, vanishes. Thus, the donors go to the knight. But when Wimmeran asks him to reveal his true name, he quite refuses, then falls faintly with loss of blood. Ivanhoe, my son. Offworld, see that my willful son is well cared for and brought to Riverwood without delay. Now others of my household are to aid him. Now well in the pavilion, your highness, urging a message from France. It says, take heed for yourself. The devil's unchanged. It means that your ro- Richard, my brother, return to England. My curse is on him. Your Highness, we must get rally our party. York, here it too late. Let the archery concert be concluded without delay. Where is cancelled, Frederick? But since you mention archery, let me see if your yonder insolent archer can justify his proud boast with a longbow. Having promised to his favourite archers a prize, Prince John prepares to enjoy the triumph of the English yeoman, whom he detests. Lone Wilmer's bonesman, Lotsbury, calmly watches his opponents. Do wait, perturbed by Prince's pleasure. A Hubert forever, a Hubert, a Hubert, in a clot. Thou canst not mend that shot, Lotsbury. I will do my best. No man can do no more, ever. I notch his shaft for him. A luxury, a luxury. Tis the devil's own shooting. Amid deafening cheers, Prince John is false to ward Loxley's wondrous skill. For his senior prince prepares to quit the entournment, soothed by English jeers, and sends a dreaded message. He eyes at the York, demanding funds. Ride a instantly, and seek out Isaac the York. Tell him to send me, me, before sundown, two thousand crowns. Arrest must be paid at York for six days on pain of death. After the torment, terrified of black dark hints, a Richard Lionheart escaped from imprisonment in Austria. Patron rallies his closest followers and plans to seize the crown of England without more, de- more delay. The prince's followers, however, Find himself by the mere mention of Richard's name, speedily desert Ron and lay their own plans. One grasping Norman, Maurice de Brucey, determines to wed the rich and lonely, lovely Rona, a plot to boost Gobet, the Templar to kidnap her. Where are we follow Cedric, Estherwayne, and Rona to their home on their homeward journey? Are we in the company ride Willaber and Griff, a letter bound to his horse in disguise? Grace, your when Cedric sent to a steward to his so-called to his exiled son Ivanhoe, it is her night. Scared the wounded youth, been spreaded right away already. That Gareth had acted as Ivanhoe's squire at the tournament, defiance of his com- commands. None of his household should associate with Ivanhoe, the unforgiven. Ah, what is that strange sight on the wayside yonder? 
I pray thee, good sir, give shelter to of our, of your escort for us, your very sick friend lying on this litter. We've hired a bodyguard at Ashby to gather the mules, but at this point they deserted us for fear of the forest outlaws. Good sir, what that refuse a small favour which I thou will be greatly acknowledged. Now there, unload to the simpler mules. Put the baggage behind the two seraphs, and the mules may transport the litter. The, the newcomers will, will travel in rear of the party. During a change of horses, Gareth escapes into the forest. Ambushed. Cedric's party is attacked by his disguised Normans and Wannabe. Follows Gareth. Wannabe. Griff, what me? What mean these cries of clashing swords, my lord, a lady Ashbury, and the rest of all prisoners? Hush! Who approaches? Friends, these men are not as they dress indicates for true foresters. You know, you know, I, you, I know, are the trusted servants of Cedric the Saxon. Follow me, and I will gather aid to fight these cowardly dogs. Not free. Cease thy rancorous wine duties. My priest said, open the doors, it's Loxley here. Don the iron pot to thine, said knight, according to thy own, which is hold thy tattoo, Loxley. I'm a-coming. Faith I have thee, said knight. You are he who saved the day from England at Esperley. I cannot speak to no one, good human, to whom England can be, de- be dearer. Yeah, but my sudden vow compels me to remain nameless at present. I too, Sir Knight, am a nameless man, a friend of England, which helped me as a rescue of our fellow, our noble Cedric. These fellows are our prisoners, a band of villains, bound for the Trubbuckstone's castle. Trubbuckstone Castle, home of the front, front abuse. He turned thief and oppressor, oppressor. He never ever was. Come, we must marshal our forces. I now doff my grey friar's garb for this grey for the green garb. Give me the phone, for bow fellow. Now there be those false ravages who carry out wrenches against thy will. The captives are taken to Tulkrit's castle, known by the notorious. I'm by the tourist baron front to Brucey. De Bruce de Brucey and Burskibut still disguised as robbers is just their next move. It is time for you to leave us and act the part of a knight deliverer according to our plan. Methinks I should remain with you until my prize is safely in the castle yonder. Do not alter your plans on my account, de Brucey. I care not for my your blue eyed beauty. It is another, there is another among your prisoners. Whom I praise more highly. What, the maid Rebecca? I f- would have thought this old serpent's money bags would have been my chief interest. Nay, I have to share I that spoils with front to Bruce Boyce. The who will not loan us his castle for naught, but the maid Rebecca I shall take for myself. The captives are thrown into separate dungeons, Cedric and Esfawain, alone staring Showing each other's company.
Cedric and Ephraim are confined to disguise it is all. Cedric recognizes the banquet hall his own ancestors. Chaos is enormous captures. Ephraim broods grumpily over an empty stomach. Is this the time enough for noble Ephraim to grieve over thy mere worth food? It was in this very hall that my ancestors feasted with Turquell, Wolfganger, and now we here we are, prisoners of Val Norman. What memory is this? Tell your master the front Ibusi Beefy that he has no right to hold us here. Let him name his ransom. I and tell him I challenge him to mortal combat on foot or horseback. Miss, someone blows a horn, rightly lasting the use useless though the sound comes from beyond the outer walls. I pray I let my let my daughter Rebecca go safely to York tonight. Then a treasure will be counted out on this very floor. I thought that I would have known this. I thought she was the handmaid of Sir Brian de Gilbert. Take all you have asked, well, of me on the face, but spare my daughter from him. These templars did not note but cruelty to men and women and of any race. Bless me not the holy order of the temple of Zion. Pay the money, or woe betide thy miserable skin. No silver will I give thee, unless you pour it down thy avatocious throat until my daughter is delivered to me safely. Seize the dog. Wait, unchain him. My attendants are calling me. Unaware of the cool deeds beneath his her own apartment, Lady Rowena stands proudly aloof of the Brucey enters, clad in fine floppish clothes. He loves so much he prepares to court her with honeyed words and smiles. Fear not, my Lady Rowena, it is I, Maurice de Brucey. Pray be seated. If you are my jeweller, it is more becoming that I humbly stand until I learn my doom. Fairest lady, you are the princess of your captive. Not your jailer, it is your bright eyes that the Drusi must receive the doom which you fully expect from him. This insolvent ephemerity is what one might expect from a violent robber. Fair days and Zanzel, since I humor to be wooed with violent deeds than by so-called insolvent ephemerity, and therefore thou shalt never leave this castle except as my wife. Come now, how else would you escape the splendour of this Saxon grange, since my, say, by high bone alliance? Should I ever leave any home I have known, it would be with one of my own blood. I guess you're, you're meaning, lady. But dream not that Richard Gory, the lion, will never resume his throne, or that Wilfred of Ivanhoe will never take thee as his beloved bride. No, lady, that the, the Wilfred of Fifane is in my power. I shall front, tell front of the boost that the youth is in, is in this very castle now. You will not know, not know how did you, that Wilfred troubled in a little Isaac of York? 
to the ruthless front of the Bruce Booth. Know this, the mere first trust of the dagger will silence each such opposition forever. The sake of heaven, save him. Save him, I. And what of my guardian, Cedric? Cedric's path also depends on my choice. I leave it to you to form it. Confound it. Tears, tears, tears. Would that I had confronted Bruce, Bruce's hardness of heart. Rebecca is dragged up to the turret that is hold of an old Saxon hag, Anfred. Away, dame Anfred, and make room for the fair one, old master commands it. I tell you, may the maiden may down were the better dead than the rain here to do the bidding of the Norman pig. In the days when as that I was as young and fair as I Thou and the father with his ring of gold, he neighbours stormed this castle. My father's son and sons died, fighting every man, and I became the conqueror's prey, a scorn fair. They well, my task is fin- this finished, thine is yet to begin. Leaving Becca to her grief, the hag departs, soon the door is opened again. Take these and be merciful to my aged father. I will pay any sum for these deliverance. These jewels are not but dross payment for my father's deliverance. It will have been exacted in a dungeon far below. Thy romance must be paid by love. You're not my, no forest robber. You speak betrays you for Norman. Keep your distance, Templar. I fling myself on these battlements. Be not rash, Rebecca. I not harm thee, I swear, by your holy order of the temple. Rebecca's firm in a purpose darts through the window, vowing that she will leap the death of the battlements, said the Templar. Comes one step closer. My plea is, is just, Rebecca, but hark, I bog calls me. I leave thee in peace. Embrace thy religion. What religion is that harbours such a villain? I defy thee, craven knight, thou the knight base lance of the Templars. Pa. We need a spy in these mists of weight. Our great hermit priest can bless the prisoners and obtain information. Sir Sothful Knight, when I doff my fire's fuck, I doff my priesthood too. Find another to fulfil this task, I would fight. No, dear, dear countryman, that I wore a prince, priest's crown to a brain fever come over me. Left me with just enough wit to be full. I'll take on this venture. Fare thee well, brave fellow. I let the name Monster send us news from inside the castle. Passing the guard with murmured Latin blessing. It's great one of us. Soon find yourself before the original fruit to proof. Who art thou, old priest? As poor servants of Francis. I fell among thieves who sent me here 
to do my ghostly office. Are you, there are there many of these feasts outside, priests? Sir, there are legions, 500 men. Send the priest to Bruce's free companions at York for help. In the meantime, let him render his duties to the bid of doomed. Why you, why you come hither? To bid you farewell, to bid you prepare your death. Wait, my master, he'll take a false advice now. And you'll not be here long. Wannabe? Wannabe persuades Cedric to strange garments and joins his comrades in the forest. Squire's fane is hurrying along the corridor, and suddenly Rebecca rushes past, heading him as a priest. I pray you, Reverend Father, to comfort a wounded prisoner in this castle. I cannot, there is life and death upon my speed. Get the way back to the sick man's chamber and quit if they do not, not without my leave. Father, thou art a stranger in this castle and cannot leave without a guide. Come, I will speak with thee. To the unfilling Frederick, Alfred reveals the sad history of the life in front of Bruce Goose's castle. Says he's taken prisoner by the robber baron's father. Almost beside, beside himself with emotion, Alex screams at Cedric, Does not know, recognize me, Eustra, a daughter Corel, Wolfganger, thy father's old comrade? As grief sent the old hags, bent the old hag urges Cedric, join the waiting force below, attack the castle, as he signals from the eastern tower. With his ventured words, Alfred departs a foot to Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Enters apartment. Take this to the castle to Philip de Moussevisville. Say thy pray to him. Ask them send all with him all speed. A priest can try some way of keeping their knees where they are. That I will do, Sir Knight. How these? How now, you Saxon dogs? How much will ye pay for your worthless lives? Who in heaven's name have we here? Is Cedric's clown Willoughby? But harm him not, Sir Reginald. You make a good sport for my free companions. Fiends of, fiends of hell. Is not then, was not then the boar of Riverwood? I said to the Pervarine, who approaches now another cursed priest. May I, may it please you, sirs, my reverend father, Priamna has been seized by the forest outlaws, robbed of all his goods. He prays you to rescue or ransom him. See that the young forward mandalets and pessies wave and let fall. You must act at once. The shouting of old English war cries, the bad attackers break through the oaths out to wall. Merciless fight rages against desperate defenders. With the beleaguered castle lies Ivanhoe, weak with loss of blood, but in the tender care of Rebecca, his request he watches the battle of the breach and describes the stirring deeds. Front of the debris has fallen, they drag him within the walls. A rat light presses on. St. George strike for us. Only one man in England must might so do such a deed. 
Where is it? Where is where is Front de Booth? Men say he have been slain. He lives but for only a few hours. For his only come let you us pay play us let us back into the fray. Yo murderous hag, mock me not in my last hour. Free men storm like a stronghold, and see the flames of reputation crackle. I farewell, farewell, friend de Bruce. He he he, thou hast, thou hast frid, frid, fired the castle. Away, thou damned, tormented witch. Smashing onwards, the black knight and the Cedric stormed the castle, gate of the keep, while locks of his archers covered them with a hailstone of arrows. Desperate defenders prepare for a final rally. All is lost. Die, Debussy. A castle burns. Defend the prospect. I will lead a sally. But Debussy falls before the black knight. The black knight whispers a few horrifying words in his victim's ears. Get thee to the barbarian, Debussy. Await my orders. Attempted to tell him to keep Rebecca in his clutches. Drags her off to safety, but leaves Ivanhoe wounded and helpless to perish. I will not leave him. Let him let me go. I am no mortal. Defied me tw- defy me twice. Be silent, maiden. Set me free, the damsel villain. I leave thee. I have thee at heart's blood. Just in time, another rescue wishes to save Ivanhoe. All in thy turn, but they in his first. He be not, Sir Knight. Same, save Arana. I look, look to the noble Cedric. Then he follows the temple of knights away. Added looks me, fights away. It looks me trap. Turn false Templar with least a good girl. Hard pressed Bruce to go, but spurs away for the blazing castle with Becca and his retainers. He flares to seek revenge in a perfect temple stove. Victorious and besieges the Tesquil. Rather than a glade of celebrate their triumph, they are interrupted by two young men who drag with them a disheveled Priamma of Drurex. These men are seized by a holy person. They demand four hundred crowns by ransom. I ransom. Now I have a captive from my young blazing castle. It would be fun to get let me then I ransom Sir Pyre and you his. The good Pyre could could well pay six hundred crowns. If not, I can loan him the money on interest, of course. Agreed. Agreed. Yo, ye of age yourselves, if you take upon him a penny and a thousand crowns, Lotfi tries to raise the old man's hopes as Rebecca's safety enforces per Alma to write a letter to Brewster Gilbert, advising him to release Rebecca in exchange for the ransom which Isaac will pay. A prior also warns him that newly arrived Grand Master Templars means to discipline his arrogant knights. Armed with his letter, Isaac departs to Templestone. 
Yell ye plunder me for my pittance now that I am childless too. Nay, they said that your daughter is with Roscobit alive. Farewell thee, well, gallant outlaw. I praise thee for the good you do when it lies in that thy power to do great evil. In York Castle, Prince John and Fidelis are discussing plans. They are interrupted by a battle night, very night. De Vici, where is the Templar? And Front de Brew. The Templar has fled. Front de Brew is dead. A woe of us, Richard is here. I have spoken with him. Richard, here? Carlos him. What shall we do? I say, spare my life. I will not harm him. Then I will, I will summon, pay, summon my armourer. How, how calmly he goes to make my brother prisoner. Trust me, he will obey my orders. And use dear, our dear brother's person with all due respect. Dismissing the Brucey John, some of his spy, charge the keep a close watch on the Brucey. I feel that he might betray me. In Tempestone, Lorraine's Lucas, Bethabar, Grandmaster Templars, who is determined to rule his lawless brethren with an iron hand, last seen pounds Bruce Paramedar, letter with an old age brings to Biscuit. I don't know for the Biscuit, read it for me. Uh, thy daughter is a student of Miriam, the witch, whom also held prisoner. Well, Miriam will be burnt, and then my daughter likewise. Prepare for the Grand True Brune. Sorceress, thou art accused of witchcraft, Clum. By the way of the terrible I merchant slipped into Rebecca's hand by no person. Only one witness, a lame Saxon, speaks up for her. Then that she's not a witch, but a skillful healer. This is ruefully brushed aside with the Grandmaster. It believes that Rebecca was bewitched at Erin Dudes Gilbert. Rebecca managed to read the message given to her. The tide goes against the Tadusius. Has ought to say? Yes, I demand the privilege of trial by combat. And we'll... Combat. Yes, I demand the privilege of trial by combat, and you will find a champion to defend me. Our laws uphold thee, so find the champion, Baron de Gilbert. Appear on the list on your behalf. Amid breathless silences, record of such as a crowd for a messenger, a higgly crippled Saxon comes forward to offer his service. Take this to the Isaac of York and guard speed at salt distance from preparatory. Rebecca is visited in prison by Buscovit. He vows that her doom is sealed. The proud Templar believes he is no champion Rebecca could overcome him. Thus he tries to force her to fly with him overseas, but Rebecca scornfully refuses. Foolish maid, I try to forgive me. Farewell. The Black Knight takes leave of Ivanhoe now. 
he recovered, and we will be as his squire. He departs the Cottesboro, the funeral of rain, slain at Quitterton. Good prayer, I fear the evil dogs. Their heels, I must follow them. Keep close by, my sagariff. A black knife of Willoughby ride into the forest. Willoughby carrying a hunting horn, which Luxby gave to the knight. Beware, robbers, so knight. I have the, the I have free seen the flash of steel in yonder wood bushes. What base traitors are these? Shame on the false cowards to run at the phone blast for a mere jester. Here's one that the dogs that does not flee, bidding bidding his chance, biding his chance. The lurking horseman charges the work knight, but will be sword in hand, hamstrings the rider's horse to the rescue. The curly knight is unmastered by the black knight. Richard, was to be Frederick? Shock, James struck, Frisby reveals Prince John's plot to Richard, who cleverly spares the conspirator's life, banishes from England forever. But the, for thee, sir, Black Knight, I would send the shaft for the, that sulking villain, say the, him the journey. Not see thou hast an English heart, and shall dost thee judge me. I am Richard of England. Discovering that they are in the presence of the rightful king, the outlaws of the Greenwood, Luxley now known revealed his Roman hood, swear fitfully to watch on bended knee, a mighty line of tying among them, pardons their many misdeeds and gently commands them to rise, rise my true and gallant knight hearts. Ye have my complete pardon, but there is work to be done. And after great feasting in the Greenwood, the king, now joined by Ivanhoe, continues the way to the funeral ceremony after Wayne or Cottonburg. In somber state, the mourners, including Cedric and Rowena, make their way to Esther's death chamber. Esther Wayne, this is a spectre. No spectre am I. These accursed monks gave me a sleeping potion, drove me away as dead. Give me food and wine here. I do pass into the next world. Direct Esabri is asked if he means to wait at Romana. Romana Cedric always attended. He nobly replies that he will stand aside since Romana's love is all for Ivanhoe. Attention of the comrade when he turns upon Ivanhoe and Richard, but they have vanished. By my hour, by my heldom. I first the devil takes possession of my castle, then everyone I speak to vanishes at the sound of my voice. Come, friends, follow me to the banquet. Hold ere the devil runs off with the supper. In Tempestow, Rebecca's doom's at hand, as a champion comes to defend her, she'll be burned as a witch. Has I found thee a champion? If it may not, I will thus die. I take my instance and demand such delay as permitted, or my champion will be surely come. Two hours later, Reverend Father's shadows lengthen and no champion appears. See, a champion comes.
God is thy rank, name, and purpose tonight. I am Wilfred of Ivanhoe. I come to defend the unmade against a villain and booster, Brian de Brucey Gilbert. There's a tail clash and two knights meet and unhorse each other. Yield, and no sound comes to Brucey Gilbert. As the Grand Master begs Ivanhoe to spare the Templar's life, helmet unlaced, and they find him dead. Unscathed, but a victim of his own for his passions. And then. The Templars are astonished and dismayed as King Richard thunders into the prosperity, followed by his own knights and men address arms. Now, and now, Lucas de Moro, dissolve thy haughty brotherhood. Now get thee gone, or stay, behold our judgment. Cowed by the king's wrath, Benamor, his haughty followers, depart from Templestowe. Dayden tells that Maurice de Brucey eventually fled overseas, but why would Prince John was nobly pardoned by his brother, a bet with strong caution against hatching another more treason. A great splendour at York Versister, where Anna was wed to Ivanhoe, a lady distinguished herself in the Lionheart's service. Rebecca and her father sought peace in our land. Garth was made a freeman by Cedric. One of me in, new, in the new cap of silver veils became the happiest fool in the world. Finish. Ivanhoe, so Walter Scott, one, one, 1771-1832, the greatest of Scottish historical novelists, died in life in a lawyer's office, but soon found his true vocation in poetry and story writing. Laying from boyhood, but always active, he's blessed with great imagination and tireless capacity for work. Moreover, in his face of bitter misfortune, he found himself a brave and honourable man. Scott was created by Annette in 1818, and died while working hard by the home at Abbot's Woodford. I am home an undying favourite. It's a thrilling story of chivalry, yeomen, and outlaws in days when the non power of England was waning. Richard Lionheart and bold Robin Hood are only two of his many vivid characters. <laughs>